searching for Iron Man. Oh, I'm gonna put this away. Are we starting? Yeah, we're starting. We're gonna have all these background note noises. <laughs> the I'm just got. I'm shuffling papers. <laughs> I don't even use notes anymore. I'm trying to make my brain power stronger. Oh, my, okay. My neuroplasticity. That's dumb. Your brain. You're getting older. Your brain is just gonna die and decrepit. No, I got plans. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, read out loud a lot. That helps. I think you should probably learn a, a second language. I've heard that's supposed to help. I'm gonna learn Finnish. Oof. That seems like a really tough one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can go for Chinese. It's like the only tonal language in the in the world. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, that seems like... That might be a little bit too hard. At least... Hey, wuss. I think Finnish... Or... Plus, Chinese might actually be useful when they uh, take over the world you in the next 10 to 20 years. useful when Finland takes over the world? <laughs> Okay. I think I think the uh, ship sailed on the Finns taking over the world about mm, a thousand years ago, eight hundred years ago. I don't think they ever had a chance <laughs> because just, I think there's a small chance, you know, around the age of ex, you know, before the age of exploration when the the Vikings were just getting their start. You know, eight hundred yeah, AD the, to about one twelve hundred AD. Um, the Finns aren't from the same ethnic group. They're uh, more like uh, yeah, and they're more like uh, people, yeah, like R- Russians. Russians. Yeah, so they're lucky that the Vikings didn't just kill them back then. <laughs> Not to talk down Finland, but like I don't think they ever really had a chance to conquer the world. But then they invented. Well, I don't know if they invented saunas, but they definitely like, popularized saunas. So maybe they could take over the world that way. <laughs> Through the sauna? Yeah, global warming is going to turn everything into a sauna, so maybe they'll be the only ones that can survive. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Shit. That was their one chance. Uh, this is Space Force. This is Space Force. Space we're going to switch uh, um, our format again from talking about movies, uh, 80s movies, and we're going to talk about Marvel movies. Now we're just going to talk about uh, Finnish history. Yeah, this is Space Force presents Disney's Marvel's The Avengers 4 Infinity War Part 2 Endgame. <laughs> Um, we actually watched Punisher this week. Yeah, but, we did watch Punisher. <laughs> but, uh, so, so that's the relevant. The 1989 one with Dolph Lundgren, not the one with Tom Jane. Yeah, or the one with, uh, Titus. From Rome. Titus Polo from Rome. Whatever his name is. I don't know his real name. I've never seen that one. I do recall seeing the one with Travolta, which is the Tom <laughs> Jane one. I've seen all three. I think I think the Dolph Lundgren one, as bad as it is, technically is still the uh, the best of the Punisher movies. I, it's interesting that he gave the best. He is the best Punisher on 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 screen. The TV, the Netflix one, is actually pretty good. But like as well, far I think as movies, John Bernthal is an actor. So. Yeah, he. I mean, he's the best. He's yeah. he's the best Punisher. I like Dolph Lundgren in this because um, well, so they didn't want him to talk too much, obviously, because right. the accent's not very good. But that just makes him seem more like the Punisher, honestly. <laughs> right? So that was good. <laughs> Um, do you want to talk about the Avengers since uh, just I came do? Out? But first, I want to point out like how reluctant they were to make comic book movies previously. Like they couldn't even like have him wear the skull like bulletproof. Vest. Yeah, it totally would have fit with the shit he was already wearing. But he's just got like a regular ass shirt on. And the other thing too is like the Yakuza are just the Yakuza in this. I, I should have been the hand. This should have been the hand. Like they're playing up like the hand imagery so much. Like there's yeah. a. There's a kendo gym in the entrance of uh, the Yakuza's hideout, and they all have samurai swords and shit. It should be the hand. Hmm. Must be tea time. <clears throat> yeah, I don't... Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's what I mean, is they were just like... We can't be too comic booky. Yeah, we Meanwhile, like the property. most comic booky movie ever uh, written... I don't know, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is probably still more comic booky, but Endgame... 
of all the Marvel movies, this one is definitely the one that that feels the most like a comic book. Yeah, but I mean, you you just had to wait for the full collapse of like the uh, movie industry and, and <laughs> to just complete like brand worship for that to be acceptable. <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing this is, is that, like, '89, uh, there was still some like integrity to the art of filmmaking. It's I mean, you say now. so. It's all gone now. It just <laughs> seems like they were afraid of the of it. In the <laughs> nah, 80s. I'm being facetious. <laughs> I'm just being contrarian. I don't hate Marvel movies that much. Uh, it's not know. Batman versus Superman. Uh, Batman versus Superman was a dark and gritty artistic take on. I'm gonna punch you. You're lying sack of shit. <laughs> some bullshit comic book. That Frank Miller wrote. <laughs> like, goddamn Batman, you piece of shit. Someone of a bitch suck my dick, Robin. The that's movie doesn't work without one arm, Green, uh, green Arrow. You know what? Um, when that the like second trailer came out for it, before they revealed Doomsday was in it, yeah, where uh, it's like Ben Affleck with that modulator on his voice, like, do you bleed? Yeah, that trailer was actually cool. I was like, oh, this might be interesting. And then you're like, no, nope. it wasn't. It wasn't. Though. <laughs> ben uh, Affleck just seemed like he might have been a cool Batman. <laughs> He, I, I'm the Zack Snyder movies, uh, the Snyder DCU uh, verse is just a lot of wasted opportunity. Like he didn't understand Superman. You could have told that from the way he wrote Man of Steel, mm-hmm. uh, and to think he was gonna go on and have be able to work Justice League or Batman or Wonder Woman, he understood none of those characters. My thing is, um, I don't care if the person understands the character exactly or not, because I don't need them to be one for one translations from an iteration. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. But, but he could have just made a good movie. <laughs> that's my problem. With it. This is just not very good. I don't know. I, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, uh, the, if you're going to just change the character completely, you shouldn't even be writing these movies. You just write a new, different movie. But Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The, this is, the comic books work that way, too, though, where you'll just get a new writer and illustrate it and like, well, we're going to do Yeah, I hate that, too. Story. But <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't care about comic book you continuity, still, uh, too, continuity too much anymore. Yeah, neither do I. But, uh, it, um, it's all uh, way too convoluted. Thanos doesn't even have a helicopter anymore. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Spider-Man's got a Dune buggy, though. Uh, so, uh, Endgame, uh, Marvel's... You still end... haven't seen it, right? No, I know all the... Spoilers, though. Yeah, beat by yeah. beat, yeah. And um, since the Russos directed it... Yeah, so there will be some spoilers I'm in this, if sure. you, just so you guys know. Yeah, I mean, I know all the plot beats, and the Russos directed it. So, in my imagination, it definitely looks way better than the actual film does. Because e- the Russos suck. Yeah, I mean, like, I will... Um, uh, Russo's are not visually that interesting directors. What they're good at is the writing aspect of it and working the characters. But like the the my biggest complaint is the uh, the set piece for the final act of the movie, the final part of the movie. And, like they're so bad at picking these. Like, is it another bland concrete structure? Concrete structure? No, but I mean, like the Infinity War is the final battle. Titan actually is kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, at least like there's like color. Yeah, it's visually interesting. But the, the having the battle in Infinity Wars, the other battle on Earth set on like a field in Wakanda is really dumb. Just set it in the middle of the fucking city in Wakanda. Yeah. Um, and then, then this... it would have just looked like the first Avengers directed by Joss Whedon, which was much more visually appealing. <laughs> huh. um, but uh, and then like this this movie just takes place. It's in the wreck of the Avengers. Uh, oh, so just concrete rubble. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's just a it's just a washed out uh, mm-hmm. Avengers um, facility. I don't like it's a it's just a boring place to set. the Can't really fault the Russos for that, really though, because the 
Marvel's like special effects studio does all that shit. I can fault them for that because I feel like they well, had yeah, they, they decided where the movie's gonna be set and like they have to have some impact influence on like what things look like because otherwise. Well, the thing is, um, Marvel. I think is pretty often taking away the director's influence for those scenes. Like a lot of it is just done by their special effects studio when it mm-hmm. comes to like the big action set pieces. That's why they all look the same and are pretty bland. I don't. But I mean, Russo's but, have a lot of control over yeah, the stories. For that's last. the thing is, it is their fault because they have enough power where they could be like, "Hold on, let us actually do something with it." And so the options are either they're too big of pussies or didn't care enough to actually step in and help out with it, or they did. And they're just that bland. Yeah, because the other thing too is like, um, you know, James Gunn gets a executive producer credit on in Endgame, and he helped write a lot of the scenes with the Guardians of the Galaxy mm. and shit. Um, and he, just Infinity Wars, Endgame too. Yeah, he helped in Endgame too, from what I've read. Uh, I've been reading shut now that I've uh, I've seen it. <laughs> um, but um, he is, does it a lot better in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies of having interesting set pieces or well, color industry. Taika in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, exactly. As well. So that's my. I don't I think it's absolutely Russo's fault. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because well, yeah, either you are willing to put in the effort, even though Marvel's like, well, we'll we can take care of it, which yeah. is something they've actually said like to Edgar Wright, like, oh, don't worry, we'll take care of it for like the action scenes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, why the fuck would that be the case? Yeah, no, I want Edgar Wright to direct the action. Yeah. But so maybe they're more less hands like less controlling. It doesn't seem to be the case, but at least like Taika and James Gunn were like, well, no, I can probably do my own direction for the action scene. <laughs> but not the Russos. Or maybe they did help out and it didn't matter because they just are used to handicam footage for a fucking comedy sitcom. <laughs> not to, like, boil Arrested Development down to such, like, a base level because it is yeah. a great well, show. I mean, it's but it's directing not a great it. show for directing or anything. Not yeah, I mean, directing really. a comedy is very different, too, than directing, like, a big-budget superhero action yeah. movie. So. I straight up don't understand how Marvel was like, you know what, these guys can definitely direct a Captain America movie. I don't know. Winter Soldier was really good. I think it suffers from the same problem a lot of the Marvel's movies do, where everything is just gray concrete. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't notice it as much in Winter Soldier because it does make sense. It's it's a it's essentially a political thriller with Captain America. Man, everyone says that it's like, oh, this is a political thriller. When I tried to watch it, when I got my wisdom teeth out, uh-huh. it's just comic book superhero. Well, I mean, nonsense. it's a I mean, it's comic book politics. I guess I, it's like not. A, there's no intrigue to it. <laughs> Don't worry, Captain America will punch him. He'll punch the, the Nazis out of here. Which is, like, funny. But, like, if they would have leaned into that and made it campy, it would have been cool. That's my problem with the Marvel movies is they're... So they have jokes all over the place. And usually the jokes land. I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm tired of the humor of the Marvel movies. Yeah, I don't get that's that. That's fine. I just... They need to, like... There's certain aspects of their stories that they take too seriously. And it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like what? Like the entire plot of Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, Bucky's back. Uh, I don't know. No, the Bucky, oh, the Bucky part was like a minor part I of the know, plot. But like, oh, the Nazis have infiltrated us. <laughs> oh, Captain America says Hail Hydra in Endgame, right? Yeah, he does. Nice, just like that meme. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it actually took place in the comic book, but I haven't read that. Yeah, it's from the comics, but like people use it for like a meme template. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Yeah, in the comics though, he really is well. In that storyline, yeah. he's a Nazi, or he's a Hydra light, whatever. Hydraulian. <laughs> what are they called if you're a member of Hydra? Hyd- hydroxin. 
Hail Hydra, I'm now a Nazi. Why did they... I guess you can't just be like... I'm surprised they, they got Robert Redford, who's supposed to be retired, to come back for this fucking movie. He was in Endgame? He was in Endgame. For just one scene, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone was in it. Did they bring in... Um, uh, Korg and Meeker back. Yeah, no, there's a Fortnite joke in there. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's being mean to Korg on Fortnite yeah. and Thor. Thor is fat in it too, right? For yeah. The, um, like fat. Well, I mean, I feel like they, people gloss over this, but it, they had to make Thor, they had to give like a story reason for why Thor doesn't just one shot Thanos in this movie. Let's, uh, oh, that's another thing I was thinking about while I was watching, because uh, I just watched Infinity War again for yeah. some reason on Friday, because I was like thinking about it and I was like, uh, well. I'm going to watch it again and like, maybe like I was too rough on it originally, maybe I'll like it more, maybe I'll like it less, but it turns out I do like it less because <laughs> um, the, <laughs> there's a scene in the movie where the Scarlet Witch and Vision are fighting the children of Thanos and losing and they get saved by Captain America, Falcon <laughs> and Black Widow. Like that doesn't make sense on power scale at all. Like Scarlet what? Witch should just be like, you fools don't exist anymore. <laughs> there's a part in the comics where she gets rid of all mutants. Yeah, but I mean this is like Scarlet Witch and like the not in full breath of her power. Yeah. Like I don't like I think in Endgame, Scarlet Bridge shows like a more complete control of her power than she's she's showing it mm-hmm. up until this point. But um, uh, I mean, first thing, you know, Vision gets taken out of that fight right away because he gets a, a a spear through him before the fight even starts, and he's like not a factor in the movie after that. Yeah, he's a, he sucks in Infinity War. Yeah, he basically like, cool. gets ruined. Well, uh, so. So I saw a complaint on the internet where someone was talking about how the Russos don't know how to manage uh, powerful characters. Yeah. So that's why the Hulk's immediately negated. Yeah. The Vision's immediately negated. <clears throat> Thor's needs... Uh, well, they basically negate everything that happened in Ragnarok. Uh-huh. So Thor needs a new hammer instead of just being fucking Thor, which was the whole point of Ragnarok. And also give him his eye back, too. He can't well, I think that's uh, that's because that's Hemsworth just, didn't like acting yeah. eye flash on. They could fucking fix that in post or something. <laughs> like, he's supposed to look like Odin now. Shit. Um, yeah, so that's garbage. And then Thor shows up at the end. And he, everyone's fighting Thanos. And Thor's still just flying around killing... Like, Thor... Even with, so, even with the gauntlet, Thor, at that point... Because this is oh yeah at the end of the movie the Odin force at this point you know oh at the end of the movie Thor uh, Thanos blasts all uses a full gauntlet blast versus Stormbreaker and Thor does not give a fuck Stormbreaker goes right through that gauntlet blast and right into yeah so Thor should kill Thanos you know that scene sucks I hate it Um, also uh, in Endgame um, they don't. Every, the resolution to the Banner versus Hulk stuff all apparently happened off screen. Yeah, right? we don't see any of that. Like, that's my big complaint about... Oh, that sucks. Why did they even do that? Just so he wasn't in it? Because he might be able to beat Thanos. And then also, uh, fucking Drax is strong enough to fight Thanos. I don't know why Drax is so wimpy in Infinity War and other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, well, they, like, really depower Drax for the Marvel movies. Yeah. Is what it is. Because otherwise... Because he's the equivalent of, like... He's, like, Space Hulk. Well, yeah, I mean, he started when he first started out. He definitely was just Space Hulk. He even, you know, talk me, me Drax, me yeah, fight, me destroyer. Yeah, me Drax destroyer. Yeah. He was Space Hulk, but I mean, they, um, he's got more depth now. Yeah, like, back he in the still like be strong as fuck, right? The Annihilus Conquest, I want to say, like the, the, the that huge story arc they did in Marvel, they kind of rewrote Drax, mm-hmm. but he was still tough as shit. Yeah, like he should be able to fight Thanos, mm-hmm. and he's on there on Titan, like not really doing anything. Well, he I feel like he slides by and kills his heels and whatever. Like, no, like, Thanos or Drax should be able to fight him, like, Hulk. 
So not very well. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the real Hulk, not movie Hulk. I'm talking about Ragnarok Hulk. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Rusa. So you're complaining about like, Snyder not understanding the characters. I don't think the Rusa is understanding well, those characters either. I, I mean, I guess the Or McFeely, the guy that writes for the Rusa. Yeah, I think I would say that he understands like, the characters as like personalities, but not they don't know how to work parallel. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a different argument. Yeah, well, uh, like Superman was probably isn't that he, he was not powerful enough or was too powerful. What's that? He just fundamentally wasn't Superman. Well, so big spoilers now. Captain America goes back in time uh-huh. to live with Peggy, right? Yep. And have a happy life. And so he's just going to stand on the sidelines and let all these terrible things happen, right? I guess. I don't know. That's that part of the makes perfectly sense. perfectly in line with Captain America's character, right? <laughs> Yeah, they totally know what they're doing. These well, uh, they're just trying to. Bu- I don't know that power. That, that's the one complaint I have about the the yeah. ending is how the way Cap ends. But I don't know. I guess give Cap a happy ending. He deserves it. Oh, there's, I saw people on the internet making an argument. Well, everything really, they uh, lampshaded in the movie. Everything starts its own timeline. All right. Well, why is he there in an old as an old man in the same timeline? To give the shield to Falcon. I must, you have to assume that he has, comes back from a different timeline at that point, just oh, to give a feel. He, now he's the master of time and space. Well, I mean, he, he still has a trip back. From but that's the whole point. He misses his skip trip, trip back. Oh right. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you'll have to see the movie. But at yeah. the end of the movie, he goes back to put all the because the, the whole premise of the movie is that Thanos destroys the Infinity Stones in their universe. So they go back in time to get him. Yeah, from and time you know that Thor kills Thanos right there, right? Right in the beginning. Yeah, he that, just chops his head off. I, and um, like the Professor Hulk thing, it kind of it really pisses me off. I knew exactly, I knew that was going to happen because they were not showing Hulk at all or Banner at all in any of the previews when I, I saw or, or heard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're going to do Professor Hulk, and it's and like they don't do anything like it his is Professor Hulk. Now, yeah, right? I don't get it. Like they've, they felt like they're building to something with Hulk in Infinity War. And my only hope is that they're building something else now because it seems like... Well, you can't get a solo movie, so... Yeah, but they're doing a a Black Widow movie and they're saying it's going to be a prequel, but I bet it's going to be a sequel. Well, she's dead. Yeah. She did. But Hulk snapped his... Oh, also, Gamora doesn't come back, right? Or does she? I don't know. She's not in it, right? She's in it. She is? Yeah. Oh, at the end? I don't... Do you know what I mean? You want me to spoil it for you or what? Yeah, I've, I've, from everything it's I read, she's not in it. Alternate timeline, Gamora oh, comes so back with Thanos. Oh yeah, well I mean the oh the real Gamora. No, she yeah. does not come she's back. She's dead, dead, right? I believe so. Yeah, mean Gamora from the alternate timeline. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, I don't care. About oh, okay, her. I didn't know, I didn't know if you remember um, that part or not. No, I mean like it's cool that Zoe Saldana's still in it, but it's not like. Gamora, Gamora. It's not Gamora, Gamora. Yeah, she's and dead. that's why I don't need to see the movie because I, you know, what Kyle says he says no Zoe, no go. <laughs> <laughs> but she's no, in it. <laughs> yeah, but like she's not nice in it. She's not. She's kind of nice. Does she dance with Star Lord? No. Man, she... I fucking love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies though. <laughs> I rewatched them like recently, and I just, those movies are fucking dope. Fucking dope. And I yeah, I love Gamora in it. I wanna like <laughs> She uh knees Star Lord in the testicles. Mm-hmm. Um in... Zoe Saldana, you know she's forty? She's forty? Black, Black don't, don't crack. crack. Yep. That's that's damn, that's crazy. She's too old for me, man. Nah, you she... listen to this, Zoe. I'm out here. What's up? Who are you dating? <laughs> <laughs> man, we haven't talked about Punisher at all. We just talked about Oh, uh, you know what? I, uh so uh, we had to skip recording last weekend because of Easter. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, um, I missed it to be honest. But oh but, yeah, because you had poop soup. Yeah. But um, what I, I had planned on um, writing out a, a fake 
Avengers thing. The screenplay, like, oh, this is the mid-credits that leaked on the internet. I was going to read it off, and it was going to be Punisher having a uh, brief sexual encounter with Captain America, and then both of them turning to the camera and saying, um, support the establishment. <laughs> Cut to the Disney logo. But um, just because the timing didn't work out, uh, I, I, I didn't end up doing it, because if I were to read it now, everyone would know it's not real. <laughs> Previously, they would have been totally convinced. Like, oh, the Punisher shows up. <laughs> he, has a, <laughs> he has sex with Captain America? And they support the establishment. Yeah. Help the police, kids. There's um, there's a part online that people are complaining about. I'm sure... You, if you're reading spoilers, you might have seen it. Um, in the final battle. Where, like, Captain Marvel gets the, the gauntlet and she's going to try to rush it back. Oh, and she gets headbutted by Thanos and doesn't care, right? No, not that part. But, oh. like... Uh, and she's like, how are you going to get... The, it's She gets it from... Uh, Spider-Man. He's like, how are you going to get through all these people by yourself? And, uh, she, and then, oh, fuck. One, someone, another character, I can't remember who it is now, a female character pops up and says, she's not alone. And then all the female characters like show up to help Captain Marvel. Oh, and yeah. people yeah. on the internet are fucking pissed about it. Yeah, because the people on the internet hate women. Yeah. I, it, a, I will say it's a little, a little heavy handy, heavy handed for me. I mean, it's like corny, but yeah, but I, I, they, I mean, like the purpose of it is fine. It's uh, it serves the same purpose as um, uh, the black, the Scarlet Witch scene with uh, Proxima Midnight in the first one, where she's like, "You're gonna die alone," and then uh, Scarlet Witch goes, "But she's not alone." She's all right. So she, uh, Scarlett Johansson says that line like so fucking. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, so fucking mean to Proxima Midnight. Yeah, she hates movie. her that fucking movie. <laughs> She's like, hey, where's your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Scottie Johansson's great in Infinity War. She's not alone. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Black Widow, so like, what, she's got like lightning sticks or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, she sounds like tough as fuck when she's not alone yeah well i mean the people hated that too uh specifically black Black widow is just a human she can't fight proxima midnight but then the general from black widow is there too and she's just a human black panther oh yeah black panther sorry too many blacks yeah but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're telling me that's the other thing people complain about yeah post about that on the internet oh black captain america kyle First of all, thank God they did not make Bucky Captain America because Sebastian Stan has n- has no, no personality, no charisma. Also, they it's not like they've done any work to establish his character. Yeah, like, Civil War a little bit. But Falcon then, and Captain America have a way better relationship than, than Bucky and Captain America yeah. in the movies. Um, they're gonna have a TV show, right, or Disney Plus show? Yeah, Bucky and, and Falcon are, which is kind of cool. They had some interesting That'd chemistry in yeah. uh, like Civil War. Funny. Um, in real life too. Yeah. They, so hopefully they let him build him just run wild with it a little bit. Yeah, and it'll be cool to just see him like shooting people because <laughs> like that's what Falcon, Captain America, Falcon, and Bucky are gonna do, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's not a super soldier. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> um. Uh. So everyone's mad that they showcased the female characters. Yeah. Which but is, uh, like, to go back to my point about man, we went on a tr- off track of this. But like the whole the fat Thor thing, I feel like part of that is a good continuation of you know Thor's story because he he fucking fucking failed, yeah. And so he's a depressed fatty. Yeah, I mean Thor's um, the character I relate to the most in the Marvel movies, to be <laughs> honest, actually, just because uh, like he, all right, so he doesn't care about leadership and he doesn't care about responsibility. 
And he starts to, and he fucks up, and it, like, ruins his shit. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's, like, their reason for why Thor, the beginning of uh, Endgame, isn't just, like, I'm gonna fucking kill uh, Thanos when, when they actually have a plan. Yeah. Because he... Thor, at the end of Infinity War, is capable of killing Thanos without even fucking trying. Yeah, Thor's the best. Um, He's a Odin Force Thor. Or whatever. Yeah, but in the, but in, in Endgame, Thor with Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, Mjolnir. and Captain America and yeah. Iron Man lose to Thanos. The regular Thanos from another Yeah, with no... He has no Infinity Gauntlet, so... So what's the point? Why would that happen? I, I, I just have to... You have to assume that Fat Thor is not as tough as... Thor was at the end of Infinity War, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, also, Captain America with Mjolnir should probably be able to kill him really easily, right? Oh, you would think so, but... Yeah, I don't know, that was... That's, people went crazy for the Captain America Mjolnir stuff, but I don't know, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I've been talking about that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> since, they, uh, since the first Avengers. Well, because when they all... In the first Avengers, when they're all having a party, he... That's the second Avengers, I think. Oh, uh, he's able to, like, he's able to, like, move it, right? Yeah, I think it kind of shifts when he grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> He's Captain America. He's the best. So, uh, I guess the dudes on the internet are right. The um, old 1940s, 50s Western cultural values make you a good person. Is that what the Captain America... That's what Captain America represents. (laughs) (laughs) He loves Nazis. Uh, No, he like punches Nazis. (laughs) Hmm. His best friend is not a black dude. (laughs) 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 Yeah, this is pretty funny. Western values. Yeah, Captain America uh, is supposed to in- be the spirit of uh, America, not its actual reality. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a really depressing hero if he was like <laughs> actual Captain America. Yeah, I read the Ultimates, Kyle. I know how depressing he is. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking. You think this A stands for France? <laughs> he's a dick in that. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> the Ultimates, fucking Mark Miller. <laughs> the Ultimates was interesting for a little bit. I mean, it gave just us black, see the black pers- Nick Fury, right? <laughs> just to see the like kind of skewed perspective right. on it. Well, it was, it was interesting because of like the sort of contrarian, like pit, like fucking spit on this shit sort of take that Mark <laughs> Miller did. But at the end, of, like after a, a few issues, you're like, I don't want everyone to be so mean. Really. <laughs> it's not really why I read comics. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were doing each other. That wasn't that wasn't Mark Miller. That was uh, when Loeb took over, wasn't oh, really? it? I don't know. The old, outside of Ultimate Spider-Man, the Ultimate Universe was garbage. Ultimate X-Men was cool for a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, for like a day. But then, then Professor X was creeping, right? Yeah, he was like making the kids fall. He was like, I, I guess that's like an interesting concept, though. But same thing, just not for. X-Men. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's just micromanaging every like one's like thoughts and feelings and that's interesting to think about, but I don't want Professor Xavier to be like, yeah, I'm gonna like have make Cyclops bang Gene <laughs> and Colossus. Let's uh, let's have the uh, Martin Luther King analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and that's the thing too, it was just so broad and like on the nose, like every reference and analogy and Yeah. Satire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, the comic book writers aren't some of the best writers a lot of the time. There's a few standouts that you're always consistent, but... Grant Morrison. Even I, him. Has well, Grant Morrison's like... And same thing with Alan Moore. Those Alan are, Moore. Those yeah. are both my favorite comic book writers of all time. I think they're the most accomplished writers in comic books. Roger Stern. But they specifically do weird-ass shit on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where, like, I don't need to fucking follow the rules because I'm just doing weird shit. Say, all right, that's cool. Grant Morrison had that really weird X-Men run, though, huh? 
Yeah, that was pretty good. I didn't like what they were doing with Magneto, but whatever. He was Zorn. Oh. Yeah, no, that part was fine, but the whole, the when he became like a drug addict to oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and they had that chicken guy, that chicken <laughs> beak or cleek or click. Beak. I can't remember I think his name. Was beak. That, he was pretty weird. That was cool though. Yeah, Grant Morrison, you're all right. <laughs> Man, so I I guess I don't know how much else is. I need to say Endgame again before I I really give my final word, but because I was just re- really ready to see this wrap up. Um, it's, uh, does it feel like it's an ending of sorts? It it does. No, it really does feel like they've wrapped up to the point where, like, I guess I'm going to see Spider-Man because I think there's it's kind of serves as like a prologue, and then I probably don't really care after that. Uh, yeah, I'll see Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, or as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the story goes off. With yeah, Guardians, they then. they stole my incredibly obvious idea from Infinity War. So there's rumors that there's going to be a Thor four, and we know there's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. But or is there just gonna be Asgardians of the Galaxy Part One and Two? That'd be cool. Although I kind of hope they do. I, I feel like they want they need to bring Professor Hulk into the mix. In my opinion, I think uh, Hulk works or Hulk and Thor work really well together. What's uh? But also, yeah, I don't know how Thor would work with the Guardians of the Galaxy dynamic as well. He's just so much more powerful than them. Hopefully, he left Stormbringer behind on Earth or some shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point of Ragnarok is he doesn't you're not the God of Hammers. Yeah. Like he doesn't need that shit to be powerful. He could, and that's there why is... Infinity War was a joke. Don't ah, ever see it. I don't know. I feel like the Infinity War they kind of do a, a good job of saying like this is not you know this and plus it's not necessarily just Thor's Stormbreaker. At one point in Endgame, Thanos wields uh, Stormbreaker. Oh really? Yeah, he almost kills Thor with it. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> in a very um, similar manner, Thor almost kills. Oh, so. This is probably going to be a controversial opinion depending on how many lonely white dudes listen to this podcast, <laughs> but Captain Marvel should be able to whip Thanos' ass too, right? Yeah. I mean, she gets pretty close. That's cool. Um, I, I, I People are going to be mad about this, I'm sure, on the internet, but there's a point where um, Scarlet Witch almost has Thanos beat. That's good, too. And he's like, call down an aerial bombardment. And, oh, and she blows up his ship. And right? she blows up his Captain ship. Marvel does. But and people are like, how can she do that? I've, I've definitely seen that already online. But she's cap. She's fucking strong she's as fuck. fuck. She's Captain fucking Marvel. Yeah. I mean, her and Thor are on par with each other. Thor does the same fucking shit in and Infinity War. Yeah, as soon as Thor lands in Wakanda, that fight is fucking over. Yeah, he's Thor. And yeah, that's. And he's what well, he's he blows through like twenty drop ships in like five yeah, seconds. I cannot thing. imagine people complaining about the Captain Marvel shit. And then the other well, thing, you know, it's cause, yeah, it's because she's a lady, and, and she said some shit. Oh, Brie Larson said some uh, stuff about white dudes being film critics. Yeah, which is the thing I've I've never cared about anything less, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Brie Larson's a good actress. I like Brie Larson. I think she's um, charming in interviews. Um, I don't think what she said was particularly offensive. I don't to get, me. I don't give a, a fuck. Grown ass adult white man, <laughs> and then yeah. and Captain Marvel's dope. She has her, like, crazy mohawk hair in this one, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's not the crazy mohawk. It's more like a, just like a short kind of pixie-ish thing. Oh. It's not quite the full mohawk. Um, what about when she turns into full Captain Marvel and she's just got that? Yeah, she kind of has the mohawk. Hell thing. yeah. Um, Captain Marvel's dope. She's got a cool design. No, Captain Marvel, the... Uh, oh, it's a cool design. And, like, Captain Marvel the movie character is cool. I don't like the comic book Captain Marvel that much. Oh, really? Yeah. Marvel. I Although, I guess I'm kind of out of the loop. They might have revamped her character oh, yeah, in the no, last I, 10 years I or so. I think it's the last 15 years or so she's 
become cool. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they were trying um, back when I kind of got out of comics. Mm-hmm. When I think Bendis started writing Mighty Avengers is when they were really trying to start revamping her characters. And that's yeah. why I when I stopped reading. No, I, uh, I just, her character design is really cool. And fuck, I like Brie Larson. Sorry, other white dudes <laughs> I'm supposed to be loyal to or some bullshit. Yeah, like, someone on mad cool. at me, got mad at me on Twitter the other day. I'm like, why aren't you loyal to the white race or some shit? <laughs> you race traitor. Whatever the fuck that's supposed yeah, to be. No. Um, but the other thing they're going to be mad about too is like Captain Marvel kind of almost looks like she's about to beat Thanos. And then Thanos... He doesn't even have the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, no, he has the... Okay, oh, he gets it for a little bit? He gets it for a little bit, and he's about to snap his fingers, and that's when she like starts fighting him, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's holding onto his gauntlet, and it's so a, he can't snap. it looks like he's about she's about to punch him. and I mean, she's punched him several times, so whether or not this is going to be the knockout blow is up for debate. Mm-hmm. But he grabs one of the power, like the power stone out and then punches her, and she's done. Yeah. But And so here's my point. Like, to go back to Infinity War, Thor beat Thanos with all of the gems, a full power blast... Captain Marvel takes one blast and is done. Stop getting so mad that Captain Marvel is overpowered. She is exactly on par with Thor. No one seems to be mad about that. Yeah, and she should be as strong as Thor. Exactly. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, I guess the the power scales are different in the movies or whatever. But, like, to my imagination, how I recall these characters and stuff. Thor and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah, she's tough as fuck. The thing that, there's two things that bother me... I feel like they should have done something more with Hulk. They, I felt like they were building up like to a rematch between Hulk and Thanos. Yeah. That would have lent somewhere, mm-hmm. and it didn't. That seemed kind of weird. Well, uh, Hulk is the one that uses the gauntlet, right? Right. And it, but it and, his arm. He's like, ouch. Right. And well, that's the other thing, too. I think the gauntlet Tony design is obviously not as cool, or work doesn't work as well as the gauntlet the dwarf designed. Yeah, because they're better, and if they've been... And they have, they've been stewing space magic a lot longer than yeah. Tony Stark. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And so he, you know, Hulk gets injured, uh, and he's injured through the the rest of the movie. Like they even to the point where they send Cap back in time to fix every the other gems. He still has a his arm in like a cast. Oh, that seems weird for the Hulk. Though. Yeah, even <sighs> Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk's kind of like not super powerful. Right, he's still. not as tough as regular Hulk. Yeah, but that still seems kind of dumb. And the other thing, I just don't think they utilize Captain Marvel very well in this movie. I wanted to see her interact with more of the characters. Uh, yeah. I guess I get why they didn't, because I feel like maybe that would have been a bigger complaint if, uh, if you know, this character showed up for one well, or two movies, yeah, and people were like, had... well, you can't, be, she can't outshine Thor yeah, Captain no. America, but... If they would have given her I just want... too much screen time, people would have been pissed anyway. Yeah, I just... That's what everyone was angry about, even before they knew, like, a couple months ago. Yeah. I don't know, I just want to... Oh, I don't... She's going to come in and save the day. Yeah, she definitely doesn't come in and save the day, necessarily. She saves Tony Stark, right? Yeah, Tony and Stark Nebula. and Nebula. Nebula's cool, too. Nebula's character arc in these movies is really great. Yeah. They did a good job. Like, the Guardians of the Galaxy characters... Oh, that's probably the part James Gunn took care of. Yeah, probably yeah. that. And there's some stuff with Rocket and mm-hmm. uh, Gamora that I'm pretty sure he had to hang yeah. into. Yeah, because, I mean... Oh, you, man, like, Tony like and Nebula have... was a really funny kind of interaction in the beginning oh, really? of the movie. Yeah. Now, like, uh, when the Guardians show up in... Infinity War, like when I was watching it, this the second time I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is where the movie um, is going to be good," <laughs> and it really is. Like the little segments that they're contained in, it's like immediately the writing is different. You know, it's just like this is just way better. My complaints. There's a couple parts that I think are just a little, a little hokey, but it's yeah, it's a fan service comic book movie. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Captain Marvel was utilized as well as as I would have liked, but I can see why they didn't. You know, give her more screen time. Yeah, um, and, and then, then what had, the fuck was going on with Professor Hulk? They still had like so many characters to manage. Yeah, and juggle. Which I mean, I commend them for that. Like that's a hard shit to do, but 
Yeah, I don't know. You told you texted me yesterday. It's like you know people are saying Spider into the Spider Verse, and I was like, I don't even need to see it to know that's not true. Like I'm sure it's like emotionally rewarding for these people that are really into the Marvel movies and invest all this time, which is cool. I'm not trying to hate on that at all, but that does not make it objectively a better movie than Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. And I know for a fact there's no way. The cinematography, the acting, the music. I know none of that is better than Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I mean, there's... I mean, Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr. As, as Tony Stark, I don't know if he does a better job in any of the movies than, than, than in this one. Than in this one. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to compare acting-wise. With voice acting. With voice acting. Yeah, but true. cinematography, yeah, absolutely. It's just not a... It's a car, I guess you can argue it's a cartoon, so it's going to be more visually appealing, but it... Endgame well, is not as visually appealing. Yeah, as, uh, I don't know. So the music's not quite as yeah. used as well. Um, you know, sound is just not mixed as well. But yeah, well, this the writing is as many, good. Yeah, I don't know how many more times I can hear that bland fucking Avengers like three note. Yeah, that shit doesn't sound good. It's not iconic like Star Wars, Marvel, fucking totally uh, trash. That's the other thing too is they had the, uh, this is the first time I saw the Star Wars preview. Oh yeah, uh, and in hearing like uh, Leia's theme and shit in. Uh, in, in on a big screen is really weird now, yeah. But and it's fucking iconic as shit. I gotta get yeah. a little tingle on my spine when I hear it. I don't nothing in Marvel movies except for pop music that's used in Guardians of the Galaxy and, and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's the only thing that stands out. All the scores in Marvel movies are like I don't know. Some robot could have just shit that out, <laughs> and I have no idea what it sounds like. That is the true outside of like the Guardians of the Galaxy. The soundtracks have been awful. Well, I guess Thor Ragnarok too. Even the mm-hmm. the non up and stuff like the synth stuff is pretty yeah. good too. Yeah, it's almost like uh, the two directors that actually have any vision were able to somehow make good Marvel movies. <laughs> interesting. It's a, it's really interesting to think about what Edgar Wright would have done with Ant-Man had Marvel not fucked it up. <laughs> and it's interesting to think about what would have happened in Infinity War if Marvel hadn't fucked up their relationship with Joss Whedon. I don't know. Whedon, Whedon has some issues that I don't think he, he would have... I mean, like, I don't think he even handled the Tony Stark's death as well as the Russos do. Like I, I don't know. He's Wayden is a better visual director, I guess, but I don't know that his writing is as good. Yeah, that's pretty close. I don't I know. I mean, they probably would have brought in other writers too. And it's yeah. not like he doesn't. I mean, it's not like he, he the, it's not like the Russos wrote this one purely purely by themselves either. Like well, no, um, James Gunn helped. Like, and, Feely yeah, and then Feely, I like yeah. doubt the Russos even wrote very much at all because they're not known for writing anything. Yeah. Their writing partner McFeely did Civil War with them, and then Winter Soldier and. This I, I'm pretty sure that McFeely guy is in there writing everything. And like, yeah, well, uh, what if they uh, get in a fight at a uh, airport? And he's like, yeah, I guess I'll write that in there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we're not talking about the Punisher very much. I guess we're just gonna talk about <laughs> the End Game, game which I haven't yet. seen. Uh, I, it's pretty interesting to know all the plot points and be this critical of the film. So I guess I don't have a leg to stand on. No, you, you too really much don't. I haven't you seen it. But like I said, I know all the plot beats, so... I, mean, I, mean, I, I guess don't... I don't know all the... I haven't heard all the dialogue delivered. You know, there's yeah. things, nuances that I don't have. But as far as like things that take place in the film, it doesn't sound that interesting to me. Hmm. But it might be because, like I said before, for some reason I have a problem being emotionally invested in um, most like TV show and movie characters. Unless it's like a really grounded story that I can. You forgot what it was like to be a child, Kyle. I guess. Because you, we used to have like tapes of uh, <laughs> like the old Nick the Nick Fury uh, movies that we used to play on TV and yeah. Doctor Strange and the Hulk and Thor. Remember the original Hulk and Thor movie? 
Yeah. Or <laughs> Thor's just like some regular ass dude. He's yeah. kind of in shape and he's got like a fuzzy coat. Yeah. And a, a really shitty hammer. Helmet. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was dope though. But even as a little kid though, when we were watching that, I knew it was like bad. Yeah. And like dumb. I was just like, this is just fun and dumb. The Marvel movies are just kind of like serious and dumb. That's my problem with it. But that's I don't know. Like, I guess I don't take them too seriously. So I don't yeah. know what the. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I don't know. I just feel like they could be better. Is the big thing? I don't know. Maybe. I guess it's just what. What do we want out of it? I just want a comic book movie, and that's what I get. Yeah, but so the things that I like about comic books, like I'm not trying to. I know I've talked a lot of shit about MCU and some comic books in general a little bit, but I we've been reading comic books since we were kids. I love comic books. I love the whole mythology of it. All the sorts of shit. The things I love about comic books, though, is the visual storytelling and yeah, different art styles, different voices that come through. Sometimes they actually have really poignant story arcs and blah, blah, blah. Everything is so bland and manufactured in the MCU movies. You know what I mean? There's not... There's a few outliers, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and Thor Ragnarok, but everything else is just kind of, to me, just like a smudge of... Yeah, I'm all... Shit. I guess, but they're, they're trying to... I don't know. I that's a fair uh, complaint. I guess the, my the only thing I would say is I they're I'm, they're not trying to do that. They're 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 trying to present like a cohesive universe. Yeah, it's a really long TV show, and yeah. it, this definitely felt like a series finale. And mm-hmm. it felt like a series finale rather than like a a, a movie, like at the end of a yeah. trilogy or something like that. They've they have essentially done like Flash Gordon, uh, Flash Gordon movie series. Yeah, in, you know, the, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't. I've made jokes about. Oh, this is the end of film and cinema. I don't think MC the MC is gonna. I don't think it's bad for film in general. No. I don't think. I just like. I just wish they would be better. You know, that's my biggest takeaway from it. And I, I have specific reasons for each film where I think they like fail. But just overall, as a whole, it's um. Uh, maybe it just doesn't connect with me or something. But they, I feel like they don't have a voice. They feel really meandering, like most TV shows. Um, I don't care what everyone says. I'm convinced Kevin Feige did not have everything planned out specifically. Cause no, I think he had a lot just, of it. I, I think he had some broad points, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, because a lot of it just seems, just, oh yeah, this happened, I guess. Because, I, I mean, what can you really do when you get people to come in that, yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to write this film, you know? So, he's like, well, you got to make sure you put these things in it. Right. And so, well, okay, but there's shit that like they Marvel forced them to put in the movies that didn't really lead to anything, anyways. Yeah, well, I mean that there. I remember reading about when Infinity War came out, like Hasbro had made a toy of like uh, the Hulk busting out of the Hulk, the uh, Hulkbuster armor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so Infinity War at some point originally. They Bruce buy. Banner was going to Hulk out inside the Hulk armor and bust through it, and that got cut. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I feel like there's got to be some things that got cut, or got changed, even between Infinity War and, and Endgame. Well, there's a reason they had so many reshoots, right? Yeah. I feel like um, I feel like they're planning something with Professor Hulk, because obviously Ruffalo and Hemsworth are sticking around, and they're supposedly going to be in a Black Widow movie. I, I have a feeling that they're, they changed stuff around specifically for that. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, because um, when I read the spoilers, and I was like, oh, Black Widow died, so, so no one's going to be that motivated to see a Black Widow prequel. 
That doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be a sequel. They're going to try to milk it as like a prequel. Um, I think but as her the prequel part will be her reliving her life and like inside the Soul Stone or some uh, shit. Shit. I don't know. My thing is, um, if they get a good director, and like the trailer looks cool, they already got a director. Who was it? Didn't they? Oh, I don't know. I should probably check on that. They were uh, interviewing like twenty thousand different female directors. Yeah. So good. It should be a female director. They usually have an interesting perspective on female characters. I don't. know. No, that's not true. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I'll check to see the directors. But if it's a good director, like, I'll go see it, even if it's a prequel, because Scott Johansson is fucking dope as well. <laughs> She's so mean in it. I was, like, hella into it. Like, Where's your friend? She's not alone. <laughs> She's not alone. Yeah, no, she just, like, so, like, cold to this woman. And I was like, yeah. I dig it. Not, <laughs> that, well, I mean, that's how I feel like I would act if, like, motherfuckers came to Earth and, like, yeah. we're gonna fucking kill everybody. Well, you nah. know, like... like nah, uh, man. A lot of the Marvel superheroes are, like, kind of polite. Yeah. And she's just, like, ruthless about it. <laughs> like, hey, where's your boyfriend at? Fucking killed him. It's actually a kind of a throwback to like, the first Avengers when she talks to Loki and she's playing up... Like how oh, yeah. scared and hurt she is and then she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's just after the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Black Widow is dope. Scarlett Johansson does a good job. She's a cool lady. Uh, dating Colin Jost from SNL, though. He's not a funny person. Uh, he saw it. He was getting dragged like crazy on Twitter for something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I don't care. I guess. They're in WrestleMania 35, him and uh, Michael Che. Were they really? Yeah, in the Andre Battle Rumble. They are having like a little feud with Braun Strowman or whatever. <laughs> that shit was funny. I think Michael Che's kind of funny. I like Michael Che. I, I don't like Colin Joe so much. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then Michael Che was getting uh, dragged on Twitter, too, for, like, defending Colin Joe. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's cool you guys are friends or whatever, but he's not funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, now, right now, there's, like, 20 people going, like, you motherfuckers aren't funny. <laughs> Hell, yeah, I am. I'm popular at work. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm popular at work for being funny, necessarily, though, because uh, I tend to, like, not... I talk to as few, as few people as possible. Yeah, I think it's more just because I'm tall and um, handsome, <laughs> which is like <laughs> that's the most conceited thing you said. Uh, yeah, but like it's, uh, I don't know. It's made glaringly obvious by like the desperate environment of my work. <laughs> um, Are we gonna talk about the Punisher movie? I mean, we've uh, it, no. I mean, Punisher. Like, it wasn't yeah, Dolph the, Lundgren's. In it, he looks really handsome in it. Yeah, this is after he started stop working out, right? Because he's not he's as not, beefy. No, he's. I mean, he's in good shape still, but he's like uh, he's thin. Yeah, but I remember like wasn't there a point in the eighties when he was like, "I'm gonna work on my karate." This might be that period. Yeah, It'll lean you out for sure. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, as buff as he is in Rocky, like that's not. I don't think he's ever been walking around that. But no, that was all for Rocky. He's not like Stallone, who's like working out. Uh, I don't feel good if I got a muscle <laughs> on my neck. Getting on the juice. Man, I'm trying to do that, though. I'm trying to get my traps to come up the side of my neck. <laughs> I'm not actually trying to, but I like working out my traps, and they go up into my neck pretty far. <laughs> so, get that going. And also, like I told you when, uh, when WrestleMania, I was like, I need to get my neck as wide as my jaw. <laughs> That's how you know someone's strong. That's the Henry Rollins shit. <laughs> Bridges nonstop. Honestly, I zoned out so much. Me too. I, I've watched so... the movie twice. Once last week when I thought we were going to record this, and mm-hmm. once again this week because I'm like I got to remember it, and yeah. I kept falling asleep both times. So the first time I like started to watch it, I was like even being good about taking notes and stuff, and then 
it was like an hour into the movie and I'd only like filled in like a page of notes because there's I was like oh what if I not been paying attention <laughs> and then I watched it again last night and uh, I was like all right I'm gonna turn it up I'm gonna turn off the lights in my room because it's like the evening you know just get a real theater experience going because then maybe I'll be able to focus more and like no nah, like halfway through it I was just like reading IMDb IMDb facts about. The movie. <laughs> About. What's the best IMDb fact? Basically, read? just that they were like bought the rights from Marvel, uh, Stan Lee, uh, Avi Arad, and someone else, some other big timer. They like, visited the sets a few times, but like they had no input. Yeah. And like the studios, like man, we don't give a fuck about this Marvel shit. We just <laughs> want to do murder, which is cool though. Uh, I actually really like the extreme, not extreme, but like the kind of like goofy violence that's in this. Yeah. Movie. I think that's pretty cool. The thing I find is weird is that he does not use guns until uh, like 45 he minutes into the movie. He starts off real knife stuff. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stabbing. A lot of stabbing, explosions, some hangings. Yeah. And he... then when he shoots the machine gun, it goes on for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, in the beginning scene when um, he blows up that dude's mansion. And he's in that explosion. Yeah, he should be dead, right? Yeah, the Punisher's gone. Like, I'm surprised no one's freaking out like the news crew that say you think like, oh, he's fucking dead. He's <laughs> like, keep rolling, keep rolling. It's the <laughs> Punisher blew, guy. He blew himself up for sure. Because yeah, he's like in the doorway and then walks further, deeper into the house and oh, just a moment later, the entire house explodes. He's gone. <laughs> Punisher's gone. Can we talk about like two, just two seconds about the very beginning of the movie and like the crime boss that comes out? He's like, ah, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, they I clearly don't understand the criminal justice system because wasn't he just acquitted and they're like, they're going to appeal. You can't appeal that. <laughs> yeah, you can't appeal. He, yeah, it's double jeopardy, motherfuckers. Like, this is basic America. America. Also, if you're acquitted already, why would you bother no, no, they're saying he's gonna they're, the they're gonna appeal his acquittal, and say and try to try him again. Oh, or was he was it a hung jury? They're gonna make it not. It's not oh, clear at all. I don't know either way. Like, also, I um couldn't not that same mafiosa. I guess they're, they're supposed to be the mafia, right? But yeah, they don't like have the right mafia vibe, really. You know, they just no, seem, like, it's a bunch of overweight dads. Yeah, they just seem like. Where suburban, is this? Where is this film? They didn't get any actual Italian people. Well, yeah. Well, my thing is, why don't they? There's tons of like character actors that are known for being like mafia dudes. Yeah, you it's know, like it's, a, in, in, this is the '80s. They're yeah. they're all out of been out of work for at least three or four years. Yeah, <laughs> like, why don't they just? Do they're Jonesing for some. But no, it's just yeah, it's like someone's dad. <laughs> It had to be filmed in, like, New Zealand or Australia or Germany. I'm really. sure it's Canada or something. Like there's, Toronto. N- there's no character there's no works. <laughs> we don't have a time. <laughs> it's very obvious in the uh, the doc scene right before the accusers show up. And everybody check in. What's going on? It's like, ah, I need to piss. My kidneys. Yeah, my damn kidneys are mine. And they're doing, like, really bad and Italian the guy, accents. The guy that comes over from back from Europe to lead the family's... Uh, Totally implacable accent. Like, it's kind of... He's kind of American, but not. Yeah. He doesn't sound like the cliche Italian-American. Like, uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's he trying to do here? And then there, the the French are coming to deliver the drugs. We oui. And he had a terrible French accent, too. Uh-huh. Is it, if it helped, hopefully it's not Canada, because you could have got someone from Quebec to do this. Well, if also, if they would have done their research, they wouldn't have said they were French. They would have said they were Corsican, because that's where the organized crime is. That's true, is. right? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're just shitty Italian mafia and they don't know Corsican. Yeah, I guess. But, um, 
I don't know. I feel like if you in the mafia, you probably know about other organized crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one mafia guy seemed to know a lot about the Yakuza lady, right? Yeah. For that exposition dub. She was cool. I like the Yakuza in it. Oh, or the hand, rather. Yeah. I like her deaf daughter who just loves killing. <laughs> uh, it should have been the hand. Yeah, that would have been better. It really feels like it was intended to be the hand and they just never went through it. Because there's a lot of not ninja shit going yeah. on. I don't like that they kidnapped the kids and then the Punisher's like, oh, I've got to save the kids. I feel like the Punisher should be like, fuck them, those are mafia kids. Nah, I feel like the Punisher, even the like, hardcore Punisher would, would save... Not Frank Miller's Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Frank Miller is... Uh, <laughs> I, had a lot of, I got a lot of weird feelings about Frank Miller. Um, what do you... Do you think they could make a Punisher movie like this now? Within the same... Like within the MCU, like an MCU Punisher it, movie. Well, I mean, it'll be better than this. Obviously, yeah, obviously, but, but actually, still have it be relatively violent. And I don't know. I feel like there's got to be a reason to let Punisher stay on Netflix. Well, I, it's not though, right? No, they cancel it now. But yeah, well, because obviously Marvel's gonna move everything to Disney Plus. I don't know. They're saying that they're being really coy about those characters. Hmm. I feel like uh, if they were serious about. Moving those characters over to Disney Plus, they would have had them appear at the end oh, of no, the game. I, my thinking is so they're just new not characters. Gonna, you mean? Yeah, they're new just actors. Not gonna do any of those characters? Oh. Those shows are done. I'm okay with that for the most part. There's, a, I mean, like Daredevil is good. Uh, people like Jessica Jones a lot. I like just. I didn't see the second season. Like he was kind of uneven. Yeah, I yeah. actually feel like uh, the Netflix shows are probably like two or three episodes too long. Yeah, I mean... I still haven't seen, like, Defenders or Iron Fist, so I can't talk about that, but I... What about I stopped, Luke Cage? I saw Luke Cage. I was really into Luke Cage until uh, Mahershala Ali died. Hmm. And then I didn't care anymore. I believe it's Mahershala. Shut up. <laughs> I, don't, I pronounce <laughs> things the way I want to. <laughs> Chicken Tiki Marsal Ali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I just think you like... <clears throat> I don't... They need... Kevin Feige needs to pick me up to pitch some ideas for the MCU. <laughs> Well, the I other thing, a, too, I is that like Kevin Feige wasn't in charge of the Netflix shows. That was Loeb shit. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about... I got, I got some... I fucking can't stand Jeff Loeb. One of the worst. Like like he wrote Long shit. Halloween, and that's the only thing he's ever done. Long that. Halloween's dope, though. And that's the only thing he's ever done that's any good. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. Red Hulk is uh, a Loeb invention, I believe. Did he do World War Hulk, though? No. Or is that Brubaker? That was... No, that wasn't Brubaker. It was Peck. Peck. Or Pack. I can't remember his name. Pack, I think. Oh, World Packs. War Hulk was cool. Remember the Sentry when they introduced that character? That was dumb. They should just had Thor do stuff. Well, Thor was dead at that time period. Oh. I don't know. Oh, man, <laughs> this is just so convoluted. <laughs> Dude. Um, no, but I'm saying Kevin Feige needs to pick me up because uh, I, I got, we're mix it up in the MCU. <laughs> we're going to get this Punisher movie out there. And then... That's the problem with Punisher, though. It's how does he interact with... Yeah, it doesn't work other well. characters. He'll... Oh, I know. He'll come... Uh, just after Captain America gives the shield to Falcon. He's going to come out to Winter Soldier? He comes, uh, creeps out of the bushes, and he's like, hey, old man, let me see your butthole. <laughs> and then they have a brief sexual encounter, turn to the camera and say, support the establishment. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, help the police. Which is so... So fucking weird that the, people, the police are so into the Punisher. They love that skull shit. I'm pretty sure the Punisher kills cops. Yeah, he punishes not. I mean, I don't know if he kills. He definitely kills some shifty ass cops, he right? Bad yeah, cops, yeah right? he kills bad you cops. You sent me an article the other day about eighty-five thousand bad cops. So the eighty-five thousand bad apples don't ruin the bunch. <laughs> eighty-five thousand dead cops with the Punisher. Right? <laughs> Get that logo off your shit, you fools. 
And those are the and the funny thing, the fucking cops with the Punisher logos are almost for surely the kind of cops that the Punisher oh, would kill. No, the cops with the Punisher logo, I guarantee, are like the Spartan soldier white supremacist bullshit. Yeah, your Punisher would shoot you in the face. Yeah. No, the Punisher loves Nazis. <laughs> I guess the Punisher is a bit of a fascist himself. Yeah, no, he definitely has some fascist tendencies. Yeah. But, I mean, Vietnam will do that to you. <laughs> and then having your kids gunned down by random mafioso. Yeah, I mean, kind of, Batman's kind of a fascist too, so. Yeah. I mean, oof. That's such a weird symbol, fashion, right? He believes, he doesn't believe in fascist justice necessarily right because he's not but he does enact fascism sort of you know? right it's like the weakest sort of fascism yeah basically i'm just gonna arrest you and put you in prison and then you're the criminal justice system's problem he's like judge dread judge dread is fascism but it's also like the aside from the uh, over the entire governmental political machinations of the world judge dread <laughs> yeah like, judge dread himself is kind of like a soft touch fascism you know it's like well like, no he, trial you know, shit you're fucking going to jail you dick well no i mean judge dread's like i'm gonna fucking shoot you in the street <laughs> right now yeah yeah i mean at least batman's weird because he believes in a fair trial and rehabilitation right yeah that's why he's always arresting the joker not killing him <laughs> The Joker. We live in a society. Ugh, I'm gonna kick you. <laughs> yeah, there's a cool meme um, where it's like to get ready for the role of the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix became a gamer and lived in society for 900 days, <laughs> and it destroyed him. We live in a society. Gamers rise up. Uh, speaking of games, Mortal Kombat 11, fucking dope. Even the Ronda Rousey is Sonya Blade. Nah, I don't like that. Uh, I'm not a Rousey hater myself. I think she's pretty interesting, but. She did a really bad job. She was really phoned in. Like, I think literally they probably called her on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I don't get yeah. it. I don't understand, like, the stunt casting they do for some of these shits. Yeah, that's some weird star power type shit. Do you like, think the uh, like Ronda Rousey has an accent. Sonya Blade is an American soldier, right? Ronda Rousey's American. Wait, who am I thinking of? Becky Lynch from the WWE. I mean, probably. She's Irish. She got the fat. How come every time I hear Ronda Rousey, she sounds weird as shit then? Oh, she's got a weird voice. No. Mm -hmm. I think she's like from like fucking California or some shit. Weird. My thing though is, uh, do you, how big of an overlap do you think there is with like UFC, WWE, and Mortal Kombat? Kombat? I don't know. I don't think there's. I mean, obviously there's a little one because me. Yeah. Well, you're not really that into WWE. No, I like watching WrestleMania once, so I like the old shit. I'm also not that into the UFC anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's like pretty boring. Like, they, they need to do let like that crazy mean shit happen. Like, <laughs> they need to let people like Conor McGregor just go crazy and no, throw chairs not, at buses. Maybe not that extreme, but the the I don't I don't like it when fighters are like polite to each other before the fight. We can be <laughs> friends afterwards, but like I don't like. Oh yeah, dude, we're men of honor. Gotta hype, hype it up. Yeah, make it fun a little bit. You don't like have to actually want to kill the other guy, but if you can make me believe you want to kill the other guy. <laughs> That's what invested. I'm looking for. Yeah, it's like the audience is there, but she does do a really bad job. That's my only complaint so far of the game, though. Apparently, everyone hates one aspect of the game where it's like super grindy. Obviously, yeah, that tower thing. Tower yeah. time for microtransaction shit. But uh, I got the game to play the story and then embarrass myself fighting other people on the internet. So I don't care about all that. I don't know. I mean, I used to be sure. really, really good at Mortal Kombat, like to the point where I would go to. When Mortal Kombat 3 came out, I would go with like $20 and I would come back with like $18 because I would wreck fools. But I definitely am not that good anymore. It's been fucking 20 years since I played a Mortal Kombat game, I think. Yeah, so I got really good at Mortal Kombat 9. 
but um, the mechanics of it are way different now. So it'll take me a while. What eventually? Is it is it is it a two D or are they doing like that two point five shit now? Well, yeah, it's like Street Fighter or whatever, you know, where it's side. It's like is it playing, still side. Yeah, it's like because well, I remember Kombat. they remember Mortal Kombat four. They tried to do the like, oh the, that three D shit. Three D shit's been done for like a decade now. Good. Oh uh, yeah, now three D shit's been done. It's just like. Fucking fighting game. Um, they have changed the mechanics to make it more about strategy and like screen control, mm-hmm. and, like other fighting games, to make them dumb. No, it's dumb. It extends the life of the game, so people actually want to compete in tournaments. People, you know what I mean. That's not why I play Mortal Kombat games, though. I guess so. Yeah, it is to conquer fools. Yeah, yeah but that's actually why I play it. Yeah, but um, you know what I mean? I don't, but not to play like the intricate, like, oh, I need to time my block at this point, my combo at this point. Well, I mean, you do that, you just do that naturally. The metagame stuff that people like pour over and shit, I don't care how much you read about it, it's not going to help you actually be able to use finesse in the game. But you're doing that naturally, anyways, if you're good at the game. I guess. Well, because you, you just get used to, alright, so. Like, you can read on the internet and be like, alright, so Sonya's overhead takes, like, four frames. If I do this move instead, I can beat her before it. But you don't logicalize that when you're playing the game. You just know that, okay, when Sonya goes to do this overhead attack, I can uppercut her. You just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, no, I get that. That's the of the game. I'm sure there's people out there that study that shit and think it makes them a better player. Maybe it does, but I'm not a fucking robot. I don't need to feed <laughs> that data into it. I just need to experience it and remember it. And that's... Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> I play that shit for real. I'm like Ernest Hemingway. I'm flexing right now. <laughs> I don't get the Ernest Hemingway reference. Uh, just because he's uh, like fucking, oh hell yeah, I'm going to go to World War II and drive around in a Jeep. Oh, you mean you just go out there and experience in life? Yeah, gone home. Oh, you can buy, play Mortal Kombat 11. Hey, uh, so I saw something very uh, terrifying and controversial that someone posted on Twitter. Now that I'm a big, I'm a big time tweeter guy. Except for I haven't looked at it in a week because uh, actually it's kind of bums me out. <laughs> but um, someone was like, if Ernest Hemingway was still alive, he would have been red pilled by now. And I was like, oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shocking realization. Yeah, I don't know if I can argue that. <laughs> yeah, it's because I mean, like, he's all about man stuff. But I, I don't know. At the same time, he's like, oh, I cry when I want to. Yeah, well, because he had his own idea of masculinity, and he was masculine on his own terms, and he like wasn't he didn't force other people to be his type of masculine either. Even his friends, like his BFF F. Scott Fitzgerald, he's like, yeah, you could be like a wishy washy drunk guy who gets me into fights all the time but can't fight but <laughs> friends. So I don't know if like I don't know if necessarily he would be like that fake bravado masculinity women suck kind of man. Oh I don't know. Who gives a shit? He's dead. I care man. Motherfucker shot himself. Who cares? I love Hemingway. Oh man, that that means I'm a loser. If I like Hemingway. Because he's part of the fucking white dude canon. <laughs> Damn. I think you're still allowed to like yeah. some of the dude white guys some white <laughs> yeah. dude canon. Uh, uh, to be honest, I think uh, Hemingway is one of the least controversial figures in literary history. Oh, I mean, how far back? Or who, I mean, who are we talking about? Well, so the white dude, the white Western What period canon, are we talking about, but, too? But, I mean, so there's different limits on it, but presumably it's all the way back to Plato, all the way up to fucking the civil rights movement yeah that's probably fair and then Avengers Endgame came out (laughs) and changed the world thank you for listening to our podcast about the Punisher (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the first Punisher was not good
No, I don't think the other ones were either. No. This is probably the best one. Yeah. I'm Dolph Lundgren. The John Travolta one was fucking awful. I don't really remember the Titus Polo one, but it uh, wasn't that good. Uh, John, John Travolta was in one of them. That's the Tom Jane one. John Travolta. Yeah. Like, what? John Travolta? <laughs> John Travolta. Johnny T? He was like... Oh, shit. I think there was a weird... Andy. There was a weird subplot in that John Travolta one, too, where, like, his sidekick... Or his second, his henchman, mm-hmm. was like gay and had a thing for him, right? That's kind of a weird thing for John Travolta to be in, right? No, it, it all tracks. <laughs> yeah. He probably would have had a much better life if he... Um, Just was open about his gayness. Yeah. I'm not going to totally blame him for that, though. That's. I mean, that's of kind of the period time period he grew up in, yeah. or was came about in. Mm-hmm. I will blame him for like the weird Scientology shit, and also the possible sexual abuse he's been yeah. accused of, or um, misconduct with his masseuses uh, and shit. Yeah, that's weird. Because um, if that was a, if it was John Travolta and like a lady masseuse, that would not be cool. Hmm. I'm not saying it makes a difference. That I know. I'm just yeah. gonna, uh, some people think uh, well, kind it's of a dude, so yeah. uh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, you know, dudes, you know, they can only get bonus when they like it, huh? <laughs> From the bonus. Get the bonus. That's not true. One time I was at a party and uh, a girl I hated. Um, All it takes sometimes is just touching it. Yeah, I don't she, know, she, she touched it through my pants. And it happened. And I was like, what's happening? What a betrayal. <laughs> my own penis. <laughs> We've been friends for years. My own penis. You betrayed me. <laughs> Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, there's not much you can do. Especially when you're only like 18, 19. I mean, and yeah. your penis just goes wherever it wants to go. Sure it does, does what it wants. It's like, well, it's getting touched. Yeah, Punisher knows all about that. That's what's big thing was the no no touching. Mm-hmm. Well, he was. Uh, so speaking of him getting blown up, when his family gets blown up, he's like at the window of the car when it blows up as well. Which makes no sense because he said that the mom just said that they were gonna go meet hit at, at grandma's later, right? Well, yeah, he tears ass getting there though. Like as he pulls up, oh, so is I think that what he, he must have found out something was about to happen. And he's like trying to break the window or whatever, and then the car explodes, and he's right there. So, I think his dick also got blown. Up. <laughs> Why? Because then he'll be like the character in the Sun Also Rises, our main character, who's just all tore up because his dick doesn't work anymore. And that's why he's so angry. <laughs> Tearing like back Jake. to Hemingway. Just like Jake. Yeah, I did that on purpose to tie it all together. <laughs> Um, we were not going to talk about Punisher. It was not a good movie. Don't watch it. Let's yeah, see. the Punisher... Us watching Punisher was just a trick to get you to listen to our <laughs> Endgame podcast. Yeah, uh, we got you. We're like every other podcast and YouTube show now. We talked about Endgame. Uh, um, what's what's Marvel doing next? The Eternals, right? That's their next movie? Well, it's you know, Far From Home comes out in uh, like three months. Well, they are taking a break for like a year, right? Yeah, and I don't think anything comes out... It's the Eternals is next. I think the Eternals think. is next. I which I'm not too familiar with the Eternals, at least in their current iteration. Like me either. Is it? I mean, they're space people. They're yeah. space gods. I don't know who's on. Who's in the? Is there an Eternals comic right now? I, I don't think know. There's one going on. Right I mean, now. Thanos. The popularity is. Thanos is an Eternal, right? A mutant Eternal? No, he's a Titan. Oh no, he's from Titan. He's well, he is a Titan, but the Titans are Eternals, aren't they? Or know. Celestials or some kind of weird... I can never keep the Marvel space shit completely yeah. straight in my head. Uh, apparently, uh, there's a lot of rumors that they're going to do Thunderbolts. Yeah, I heard that too. Which would be cool villains in disguise as heroes. I always thought that was an interesting concept. I, I mean, I guess it depends on the team, but yeah. yeah. Well, if they did... There's um, a really cool arc in Thunderbolts that takes place during the Civil War period. Uh-huh. 
Um, most of the Civil War is a joke, but what they do with Thunderbolts is cool because Norman Osborn is running them. Yeah, he's yeah, I remember that. He's like a hero, and he's got a bunch of villains. It's called the Thunderbolt Initiative. They're just taking villains and sending them on like suicide missions, like Suicide Squad is meant to be. But it's like fucking Venom eating people, yeah, and like the um, Swordsman. It's fucking crazy, and the art was really good too. Yeah, that was a really cool run. The Thunderbolts. Um... Have some really cool runs in their comic book series, mm-hmm. so I, it, it's a cool idea. Just like anything that Marvel has done, if they handle it right, it could be a really exciting. But you know, yeah. Hopefully, who's going to be? They have to do villains that are the I've already been in it. Audience is familiar with, so I feel like Baron von Zemo. Baron von Zemo, right? Who's in one of the original Thunderbolts? So. Mm-hmm. He was the original leader of the Thunderbolts. Yeah. So Baron von Zemo. Uh, who's left? Killmonger. <laughs> He's not actually dead. He's dead. No. That's the... Who's alive? Man, how could they do the Thunderbolts? Because Marvel... The Abomination from uh, Incredible Hulk. Oh, Marvel <laughs> hasn't had very many, like, dynamic villains. That was a big problem in their, early, like, first half of Marvel. Loki. And who could they even fucking use for Thunderbolts to work? I don't even know who's alive still, man. That's the thing. Like, we haven't seen a lot of villains that... Maybe they, I mean, the movie. Loki. <laughs> He's not gonna be in it. I don't yeah, know. I don't know if they can do Thunderbolts. Yeah, nice try, Marvel. <laughs> I guess they could do the Thunderbolts. It just they'd have to introduce new characters. So like the big twist could be that the leader is Baron von Zemo, and the other guys are like actually like villains too, even if they're not established villains. I don't know. We'll see what they do. Hopefully, I get cast in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I think that'd be interesting to. Talk all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> get cast in and being a Marvel movie. Like, I'm gonna, fuck, I'm gonna fuck see, you, I need money. I'm gonna see if I can put on like 40 pounds of muscle and then play Hercules. So, Oh, Hercules is in the Eternals. Oh, is he? Yeah, I well, think he's like gonna be the main character. Sweet. Then I, that's, my, that's me. I'm gonna be Hercules in the Eternals. Well, yeah, but I think it comes out like a year, so they must already be in like pre-production. There must already be someone playing Hercules. I don't think they've cast him, at least not as far as I know. I don't know. I don't... Pay attention all to I'm saying is, I am tall guess. enough that me standing next to Chris Hemsworth would not look weird. No, you'd be about the same size. I'm actually taller than him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I think he's 6'3". That's pretty cool. Um, he seems way taller than everybody else, except for Star-Lord. Even at the end of... He's standing right next to Star-Lord at the end of uh, Endgame, and he's at least two or three inches taller than him. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's different. Like, How tall is Batista? Oh, he's like 6'4", too. Yeah. So, yeah, he should be about the same size. He didn't seem that much. I think Hemsworth was taller than him, too. That was probably... They did something then, because Batista is definitely taller than Chris Hemsworth. You, oh, I mean, you also have to remember that he's you know, his height's from wrestling, so it might be inflated a few inches. Oh, Batista seems pretty fucking tall, to be honest, though. Just, well, they could have had Hemsworth on a box yeah, taller. movie magic. He's I mean, I've seen the lifts, lifts they put in <laughs> Downey Jr.'s shoes. Yeah, so. he's got fucking, like, three-inch heels on all <laughs> I was thinking about that when he was the same size as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> in Infinity War. Yeah, because like, Cumberbatch is like 6'1". He's like, you got your heels on, huh? <laughs> um, Cumberbatch's American accent is pretty cool. It's, <laughs> it's weird. It's not, it's a little out of place, but it works. It's a little bit off, but it's like, hmm. Like, I don't know. Hmm. It's cool. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, there's some positive things about the Marvel series. <laughs> I like Scott Johansson, Benedict Cumberbatch's accent. Guardians of the Galaxy is cool. Thor's cool. Uh, Captain Marvel's cool. Sorry, white boys on the internet. You guys suck. <laughs> you guys are whack. None of you can beat me in a fight. Well, it's probably somebody. 
Yeah, I bet a lot that, of average. There's got to be at least one. And there's probably like some like shitty neckbeard who's actually in shape and knows how to fight or something. <laughs> Man, I really doubt it though. <laughs> like, I mean, you're right. Just statistically, it's got to be. There's got to be some one of, one of them out there that can beat me in a fight. But like, oh, I'd be, I also I'd thought be surprised. you're straight up playing into like their whole mythology too by saying like, I can beat you all in a fight. I know that's the point. <laughs> well, that's the thing too is also when um everything that you believe in in your entire existence just boils down to these like uh like wimpy concepts of masculinity. And yeah, all, that's how I'm gonna confront you about it. Yeah, yeah, I guess like, that's if fair. You think, if you think that's all that matters, I'm gonna show you that even what you think only matters, you don't have enough of it. <laughs> That's what I'll do the Russos too. <laughs> the U.S. think you're good at making movies? Wrong. Here's the new Avengers directed by Kyle McDonald. <laughs> the new Avengers. Who would you be out put on your Avengers team? Uh, Luke Cage, Power Man. Yeah, he's dope. I like to. I like the. I like the Bendis new Avengers run. So Spider Man, Luke Cage, Captain America, Iron Man. Kind of have to have those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know. I guess it would depend on what I, what I was going for. Yeah, I was thinking like put like the weirdest the weird cast Avengers on yeah. there. Uh, be led by Quicksilver and Namor, <laughs> who are now in like. Oh, the- there was a there might have been like a little nod to Namor in um in Endgame. There was a thing about a earthquake in the under the ocean, a line about it. Oh, and that was brought up for no reason. I wonder if Black Panther two will be Namor. Oh, that'd be cool. Like uh, his society yeah, Atlantis versus Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda forever, and then Namor will sound like Imperious Rex. I don't know how you sound like Namor sound. Yeah. Hey, that's the other part. You can play Namor. Oh, that'd be cool if you Namor. I have to dye my hair. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I have to shave my beard, but I'm gonna shave my beard uh, later tonight. Oh, weird. Yeah, you look strange. I don't think I've seen your other beard in years. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not gonna shave it like. Oh, you're just gonna trim it back? Yeah, it'll just be like a regular person's beard instead of like, <laughs> four beards. <laughs> well, his was braided in Endgame. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, well, after I, mean, he uh, I was talking more of the actual how he's depicted in uh, mythology, oh. where he just has like a red beard. He dresses like Captain Ron throughout the entire movie. In fact, the entire movie, I'm like, that's Captain Ron Thor. I might, I kind of, I'll probably see Endgame just because I want to see Meek. Well, yeah, just the Thor stuff, really. Well, hey, uh, I don't know if I'll see it in theaters because I don't want to give Disney money. But it's, hard <laughs> it's impossible to, at this yeah. point. Just enjoy it. Like, I'm, yeah, I the problem it's... is, I mean, Disney is. I, I feel like Disney is not the, necessarily the problem. It's just a symptom of of the problem. The real problem is the... Uh, Capitalism run rampant. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. It's yeah. it's the fact that we've let all these movie studios conglomerate and we have essentially a bunch of trusts. Yeah. we got to bust them up. we got to bust these trusts. Elizabeth Warren, 2020. That's one of her big platforms, right? Yeah, busting them trusts. That's a pretty good idea. Let's see. I don't know. She hasn't mentioned like the entertainment... The industry specifically, she's more focused on like Amazon the tech sector, the bigger, yeah. which are, to be fair is the bigger problem economy wise. Yes. Disney isn't really the, the big evil hill here. But no, not quite. Uh, well, I mean, they're up there with the best of the best. Yeah. To be honest. And they have so much like cultural impact. Yeah. It seems kind of dangerous. But. Oh, you, know, you don't like ladies, Kyle? Is well, that your big problem? Say, you don't like black Captain America? I was going to say. Um, I've complained about it being disingenuous and them like selling my own politics back to me. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that probably see it and it actually has some effect on their beliefs. So if it is convincing more people to think like me, then I guess I can't really complain about Disney being somewhat 
left about their politics, at least as depicted in the film. Right. In real life, they're fucking funding Blackwater and shit back <laughs> in the night 2008 and shit like that. But at least, you know, in Marvel movies, they there's representation. And stuff, so <laughs> can't fault them for that. And Kathleen Kennedy said, one day there will be a woman who directs Star Wars and then never did it. <laughs> so fucking dumb. It's yeah. not that hard. Like... It's not, first of all, it's not that hard, and she had no reason to, like, just the way she says it. Like, one like day. Really, yeah, like, really patting herself on the back, like, you know, so you've... You've accomplished... There's women have directed f- movies women before. Women direct films, did you know? You know what? I am, like, you're not doing anything at this point. <laughs> Madam. Yeah. So, no, I, you know, I feel like Kevin Kennedy gets a lot of, um, has gotten a lot of respect and a lot of, uh praise for how like she's handled star wars and like i don't think she's done that great a job no i think most people don't that's why they're gonna take a break because the new trilogy end up being a mess mm-hmm. i have a simple solution to how they could fix that problem don't set it f- far in advance so that we don't have to deal with the skywalkers anymore or, problem solved no even simpler than that um plan it out ahead yeah that too uh, maybe well i mean the other the original star wars trilogy wasn't planned out ahead either yeah, but... It, it was written by one person, yeah, sort of, so I guess well, it had that. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, plan it out ahead. Use maybe, like, the same couple writers. Uh, um, you can switch directors, maybe, but they have to, you know... Here's my pitch for a Disney Plus uh, a Star Wars show. The Mandalorian. John no, Favreau I took care of. They already did that. Also, man, fucking Favreau can direct a goddamn movie, can he? Yeah. I like, He's doing... I, like, I'm a little excited for Lion King because The Jungle Book was good. Is he directing Lion King? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm still not excited. For that. <laughs> <laughs> but John Favreau's all right. Uh, he's uh, talking uh, mad shit about the Writers Guild of America and stuff. Though. Oh, a lot of people are. Yeah. Well, I mean, so he's not a corporate bootlegger. Corporate bootlegger. <laughs> so take John Favreau, you suck now. I'm going <laughs> to pirate The Mandalorian and only the episodes that Taika Waititi directed. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my pitch for a Star Wars show is. Uh, did you ever read like the old uh, Tales from Jabba Palace or? Uh... Yeah, those are the ones I like because I like the criminal aspect. Yeah, of so it's an anthology show set in the Star Wars universe, and you can oh, do whatever cool. you want. It's the Twilight Zone or um, Black Mirror, but Star Wars. I think that'd be cool. I, um, I was. I talking, might have already talked about this. On I was the talking to our uh, nephew Cameron on Easter uh-huh. about like he was asking like what do you think they should do with Star Wars, and I was like, they should just you know. Mine was basically the same thing. It's like they should just do whatever you want. Have it be someone from Java's Palace. Like make it like if it's gonna be on Disney Plus, make it violent and you know just like explore. Yeah, I just want to explore the universe. Like there's a lot. Uh, there's a rich tapestry you can yeah. draw from. Well, yeah, because like you can write any story inside that universe. The Mandalorian seems like it'll be cool enough because he seems like he, he it's just gonna be a bounty hunter flying around killing people, which is like cool. That'll work for a little series. Uh, so yeah, just do. What if they do Star Wars SVU? <laughs> I'm, that's the show I'm gonna pitch. <laughs> Specials victims unit. Hell yeah, sex Bunch crimes. Bunch of stormtroopers <laughs> trying to solve sex crimes. Yeah, sex crimes in the Empire. Hell yeah, I'm pitching this shit. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> that's what Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna change my name though, so that when the end of the episode comes up, it'll be like executive produced by. It'll go. Mike Cock. Dun dun. Executive produced by Dick Hawk. <laughs> Dick yeah. Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Dun dun. Dun dun. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what's up. 
What's uh, what movie are we gonna watch next time? Um. Oh, great! We'll outdoors. talk about it this time instead of. Uh, yeah, we're gonna watch the Great Outdoors. Watch, oh, I love that movie. Yep, summertime's coming. It's time to watch a summertime movie. This is another uh, uh, special selection from our father. Another, uh, <laughs> another dad classic. <laughs> another dad selection. The dad pick. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by Mark McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to uh, Coops the other day, my wife, and she was like. You know, um, I've never seen Caddyshack, and it's one of my mom's favorite movies. I'm like, that's weird. I've seen my dad's, all my dad's favorite movies. Uh huh. That's saying I watch movies like on Saturdays a lot of the time. <laughs> Another Mock McDonald classic coming to you hot off the presses. Great outdoors. You know what uh, hot dogs are made out of? Assholes and lips. Lips and assholes. I see a chemical spill just waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, so Great Outdoors is going to be dope. It's a good movie. Um, I'm a, I got the feeling probably a lot of uh, people in our age group, or just people in general, probably haven't seen this movie. Yeah, I don't think it was one of those John Candy, Dan Aykroyd classics. No, it wasn't like playing the strings on automobiles, which we'll probably watch that eventually, but that's a, like a wintertime movie, mm-hmm. in my so opinion. So it's a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Uh, I have like a spe- specific trajectory planned out for the next few films that just came to me now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, cause you're uh, you're writing a Star Wars uh, trilogy. Yeah, well, I mean, summertime is coming. We're out here in Arizona. It's already like up around 100 degrees. Yeah, it's like 99. It's basically summertime for us now. So we got to... So it's going to be like summer, summer, Great Outdoors, summertime. The Burbs, Goonies. Summer, summer. Uh, oh, I watched The Goonies already? Yeah, man. This is gonna. This is gonna be the one that puts us over the top. Over the top. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies. People are gonna listen to that episode and be like, "Man, what? This is just the content that everyone needs. Everyone craves. I've been missing it. Everyone's on Twitter just getting grumpy about shit that doesn't matter." But Captain Marvel. Yep. But nope. Luckily, there's two beautiful strong boys out here. The two McDonald's brothers, way better than. I'm that not that boy. strong. I gotta put on like 40 pounds of muscle to play Herc. Oh, I'm really strong. I'll make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You like you when we were doing the rocks a few weeks ago. You were out really early. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be in this. So I, like, I like wilted. Uh, yeah, the McDonald's brothers way better than the McElroy brothers. Let everyone know. Way better than the Russo brothers. Fuck you oh, guys. Oh yeah, the Russo brothers are a joke. Me. Why the hell would two epic Avengers movies, two shed- shitty set pieces? Yeah. And uh, uh, I will never get over the abandoned airport in Civil War. <laughs> They're going to fight on the tarmac. Ugh. This movie doesn't look enough like concrete. <laughs> well, we need as much concrete as possible everywhere. Yeah, fun. it's so shitty. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, Do you think it helps? It's so funny because I think they are, or I guess Mc, McFeely is a good, a good enough rider. But they feel like they wrote themselves into like they needed they wrote themselves into a corner of like oh we need to get an airplane to get to here, so the movies can happen and the big fights can happen at the airport. I don't know. It feels like they could have done something else. Like maybe break into like a military airport and that has some like some crazy shit on it. Do you think maybe um <laughs> the having uh, bland environments helps with the special effects? Oh, it absolutely does. Oh, okay. Well, there's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, these movies cost like $400 million to make. Endgame did, I'm sure. Man, it's spent a lot of money. Back in my day, you just put like a sparkler on a knife and light it and it would look like the flaming sword or some shit. <laughs> no one has practical effects anymore. You could do a practical Thanos. <laughs> I've seen Hellboy, the original one. Fuck yeah, man. Guillermo del Toro could absolutely do a practical Thanos. Yeah, yeah. 
Hellboy looked good. I mean, honestly, like the the way you do a practical Thanos is basically just that you do a, a rubber suit, a Hellboy suit, and you yeah. just touch it up with special effects. Mm-hmm. And you have Josh Brolin be in the suit. Yeah. Even though he's not that tall. Yeah, you don't need to be tall for that. You can put stilts. some stilts. Yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Thanos is pretty cool in Infinity War. I heard he's barely in Endgame. It's like not about him at all. Nah. Oof, I don't know how to describe it. He's like a he's like a different character in Endgame. Like the Thanos you know dies. Thor kills him. Mm-hmm. And then the Thanos that is left is like a... The fan- Thanos in Infinity War was compelling. Like, the- Thanos in Endgame is like... Um, he's just a Marvel villain, right? No, he's more like... I don't know how to describe it. He's more menacing. He's more... He's, he's just mean? He's just mean. Like, he yeah. he sees like the, the the what happened when his great success and how these guys are trying to uh, flip it. And he's like, fuck all of this. Hmm. Um, because his plan now is to when he gets the gauntlet is to completely rewrite the universe because the universe wasn't grateful for his first gift and it really drives home the point that if anybody was wondering if Thanos was insane in Infinity War he absolutely was insane because a sane person would not think that once he killed half of the universe they would be grateful to him yeah um, <laughs> Thanos was like you said compelling in Infinity War um, I feel like I've seen some people complaining that they kind of not like ruined his character in Endgame, but they just like didn't do anything with him. It was, there's like no payoff to it, and mm, I don't feel the same way. I feel like Thanos he completed what he needed. Yeah, Thanos Thanos payoff purpose. was the beginning of of Endgame, really. Yeah, when he's like, I've completed it. I'm inevitable. Bye. You know what else is dumb? I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but um, like time travel is fucking dumb. Yeah, that's always a weird intro- like, way to. They really should have came up with another way to. Well, I think I'm pretty sure I told you last year there was going to be time travel, didn't I? I think so, and I, I mean, that's what everyone's kind of known that for a while now, just from like leaks photo sets set because that was my whole thing i'm like the quantum realm doesn't have doesn't yeah. isn't affected by time it's gonna have something to do with ant-man that's that's dumb <clears throat> they should have done something else i don't like the time travel shit yeah it's okay yeah i don't know i don't know is it a time the other I question too i need is, to watch it and see for sure but yeah that was my first impression after reading the spoilers i was like and also it's not necessarily time travel film. shit it's almost alternate universe shit yeah. kind of i don't know now, they don't do a good job of explaining in the movie, and anybody who says they do is is full of shit. Yeah, no, that's my when I read the spoilers and like I read a few different sets so I could get as much detail as possible, just because I'm weird like that. Uh-huh. And like after like reading it, like I said, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm, I'll definitely feel different when I actually see the movie. It's way different than just reading yeah. plot beats. But I was like, uh, I don't know if like this is a good continuation of Infinity War. I think it. I think it is. Yeah. Because I think they subvert your expectations for what... I think... They subvert your expectations? Like Ryan Johnson with The Last Jedi? Not well. Oh. Yeah, in a different way. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the the way you think the whole movie... I think most people thought the whole movie leading up to this would be getting to Thanos. Mm -hmm. And they kill him in like the first ten minutes. Well, that part doesn't really bother me so much. It's more... um, The resolution of the whole captain's off off screen. That part bothers me, absolutely. I don't Um, like that. Thor just kind of killing Thanos and then like oh I guess I give up on life now I don't know if I like that specifically but they didn't have a plan seemingly mm, so. I don't know I feel like that part makes sense because like his whole his arc from well, he Ragnarok and Infinity War right that's yeah. what it is and there's a part where he talks to his mom mm-hmm. in in this and it kind of drives home what, who's whatever. his mom in the Marvel Universe Frigga 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. The witch lady? Yeah. Um, well, if it, sometimes Frigga is his mom in mythology, too, but sometimes it's Freya. Just, well, yeah, the Marvel Universe doesn't exactly follow the same yeah. mythology as the, the actual Norse mythology. Uh, well, I, I, that was just me thinking out loud. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then the big thing is uh, the time travel stuff to solve that. I don't like that. I don't like that as a, the solution to what happened. I just... So here's the thing, I guess we're getting kind of long here. But, yeah, we're doing uh, the, the the Infinity Stones being infinite as they were. I feel like they should exist in a singularity, like they shouldn't be. You shouldn't be able to go to another timeline, or, snatch it, and, and take no like. The, well, yeah, I mean in the comic books too. Like the other, uh, if it's time travel, then maybe that works. But in comic books, the Infinity stones from one universe don't work in another universe. Right. There's just there's one for each universe. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That part doesn't really bother me. Yeah, I don't. Know. I just. I mean, it's not the end of the world. I'm sure when I see it, it'll, I'll be fine with it. But I just like. I wish they would come up with something else. This time travel shit is like not compelling to me. <sighs> the time travel part. Maybe I have to see the movie again. So I was just ready to get the resolution to all this shit. At this point. Yeah. Um, that's my thing too. That's why, like, I immediately when I knew they had the premiere, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the spoilers because I want to see what the resolution is to it." I guess I care about the MCU more than I think. Or, yeah, I obviously do. Well, no, I just always <laughs> need to. I like I'm constant pursuit of like more information. Like, I always have to have as much information as possible, which is how it's destroying my life. <laughs> yeah, but um, nah, to fucking tell me about it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, after I read it, uh, there was like that moment. Like, oh, okay, like now I know how it ends, and it's like, like, well, I probably won't watch it in the theaters. No, I should watch it in the theaters because I need to actually see it. Otherwise, my criticism doesn't really hold any water. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe when I see it, I'll think it's cool. But I, I, I'm suspecting I'll probably see it. And since I already know all the plot beats, I'll probably just see it and I'll come back with a bunch of like uh, technical complaints <laughs> there was a continuity error <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, the 5-3 uh, Thor is holding a hammer by the left hand but the next frame it's in the right <laughs> <laughs> oh what an anachronism uh, usually no I don't I, I'm, I'm not that nerdy about films but it is interesting that uh, to be so hypercritical of the MCU and then, like, all right, fucking, I'm so excited to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> but they exist in different worlds. Well, I mean, I guess that's too, like, to go back to my, I've said this multiple times, but I feel like I judge the Marvel movies on, like, a different criteria than, than you do. Because I don't look at them like, oh, this is going to be Citizen Kane or... Uh, oh, yeah. Or, um, I don't know. Like we talked about before, I like judge them against, like, Jurassic Park or Star, mm. Star Wars movies or, um... Uh, fucking DC movies, which is a terrible comparison, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, other big spectacle movies. Yeah. And comparing to that, like, I'll, I'll fucking say it right now, there aren't a lot of Star Wars movies that are better than the Marvel movies. There's Empire, and there's The Last Jedi, and that is about it. Uh, the New Hope, I guess. Like, the, I mean, people well, hold up Star Wars movies like they're this yeah. great pinnacle and a human um, achievement, too, and, like, they have some great philosophical meaning behind them. But there are but, you have to. There are some Marvel movies that absolutely, if they didn't exist, like oh yeah, that's true. Like the both Ant Man movies, I don't think those need to be made. Yeah, I like uh, the first one. Like Paul right, Rudd, yeah. and like 
No, like well, I mean that's that's true of a lot of movies. Like uh, we're gonna watch The Great Outdoors. That movie didn't need to be made. Yeah, but that's like a classic comedy though. I don't think anyone's gonna be like, man, ten years from now, oh, I need to really go back and revisit those Ant Man films. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't know. The first one is is pretty good. I don't like the second one. Yeah, um, it's just more. It was just like a rehash of the first movie. The first Iron Man's cool for what it set yeah. off, but it's not that good. I don't think either of the Captain or none of the Captain America movies are really that good. Civil War was gonna be historic because oh Spider Man's in it sort of thing, but it's not a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that so that's my, when Marvel's good, it is really good compared to those other big blockbusters. Yeah. But when they're just all right, here's some Marvel movie. Well, but even so, that point, so like I, I, Iron Man, the first Iron Man is better than all of the Jurassic Park movies, but Jurassic Park. Hmm. That's again, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm, that's how I'm judging them yeah. on those criteria. So I, I think, to me, Marvel's just hit the the right notes for these like big blockbuster spectacle movies. Yeah. They, they've they've nailed it. But I mean, that's all I'm the criteria I'm judging them against. Yeah, I guess I don't know why I'm so consistently disappointed in them because like I, I do like comic I like comic books. I think it's I like Marvel. I think it has. Um, if well, in my opinion, I think it's twofold. One, it's the hype that everybody else puts around it. Yeah. And then it's your general cynicism for anything that is big and corporate. Yeah, that could be true. But, like, well, that's the thing, though, is I don't, um, I don't actively want the Marvel movies to be bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I just, like, not excited by them, like, viscerally. Like, I, I am a contrarian, for sure, and I am, like, antithetical to, like, corporations and that sort of thing, for sure, but... Uh, that like when I watch Guardians of the Galaxy two, that doesn't come into play at all. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is I'm having a great time. This is, it looks great. It's fun to watch. I like all the character interactions. Same thing with Thor Ragnarok. I can set that all aside and it'll be fine. But like I watch most of the other Marvel movies and I'm just like, man, like, they, I mean, there's like there's, there's not, a certain charm missing from yeah. some of those movies. And you're absolutely right. I guess my again, I'm just you're. I think you're looking for that same charm or or um compulsion that you get in like Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor and these other movies and you're just disappointed yeah. that it's not there. I think <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I think that's, that's probably our part of it too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's my thing is if you're going to make like a crazy comic book movie, like... Make a crazy comic book movie? Yeah, like it should be crazy and fun. And I know like the, they're dealing with like serious shit in Infinity War and Endgame. To a certain extent. To a certain yeah. extent. I mean, it's serious fantastical shit. Yeah. Uh, but you could take it as seriously as Lord of the Rings say, right? You know. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, it could, I don't know. It's just like not. You know, I will fun. say like the feeling I got when I walked out of Endgame, it is a little similar to the feeling I got when I lo- left Return of the King. Really? Yeah, like I there was there's a sense of accomplishment. Like I had gone on a journey with like Frodo and mm-hmm. and Sam a little bit, and I kind of feel that way too. Like I've gone on a adventure with Captain Iron Man and Thor and that kind of shit but like you know I don't know I didn't uh, I didn't ball up in tears like yeah. a bunch of people did but you know like, I, I get it yeah well you know it's the, just thinking um, so it was like 10 years ago that Iron Man came out right yeah, longer 11 years at this point it was before Ryan was born holy shit yeah so like I think Ryan was born a few months after Iron Man came out so yeah I think it's been in Almost eleven years. So that there's some people like their entire cinema going life is then that was Ryan movies. for sure. Yeah, one of the first movies he saw, I think, was a, a Avengers. Hey, I guess I, I, 
uh, this won't make the films any better, but I should be more empathetic about other people's attachments. <laughs> but I'm not going to be. I mean, uh, I'm not going to be for laughs on the podcast, but I won't be a dick to you in real life if you like the Marvel movies. Well, well, it depends on how much. Yeah. Um, if you tell me they're better than, like, I don't know, fucking Citizen Kane, I might... Citizen Kane's hard to watch these days. I was just up first. I think we used that example earlier, so I just pulled it back out of my ass. I was just kidding. Anyways, I can sit down and watch Citizen Kane, no problem. I think it does hold up. Citizen Kane, if you can believe it, holds up. Yeah, you know, I guess we've talked about basically Endgame for an hour and a half now. That makes us kind of lame like other podcasts. But we talked about Punisher. It also convinced me that you should probably see it. Just because how I have how do I have these many thoughts and feelings about these films that you don't care about? Yeah, that I don't <laughs> care about. So I guess maybe I do. I'm learning a lot on this podcast, <laughs> mostly about myself. <laughs> it's good to learn new things, especially about yourself. I'm always, I've, uh, I've tried to stop learning new things about myself. I I feel like nothing good has ever come of it. No, sometimes it's bad, but um, I'm a lot healthier than I was in my twenties. So. <laughs> so far, it's been all right. So, uh, thanks for joining us on this personal journey. <laughs> Space Force, live, laugh, love. Um, but, you know, what the, if you can't laugh for love with your feet in the air, there's a thing. What are all the sayings that you know people put on pieces of wood when uh, they hang yeah. in their living um, room? Chopsticks, chopsticks. I like when girls' legs are in the air like chopsticks. That's the one. So, there you go. That's, that's Space Force for you. That's how you should live. Crazy worthwhile. And make sure you keep your girls there, legs in the air like chopsticks. And watch uh, The Great Outdoors with us next week. Yeah, The Great Outdoors. Uh, <laughs> I, um, we'll guess, actually talk about it. Yeah, go watch the Avengers Endgame, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> they, need all the, they need all the help they can get. All the they can get. <laughs> yeah, they didn't make a billion dollars this weekend. <laughs> oh, Game of Thrones is on tonight, too. Watch that. Oh, show. yeah, we're going to watch some more Stark style. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Game of Thrones, uh, they need uh, all the help they can get, too. They're not raking in the cash all Cashola. Cashola. Uh, HBO's going to go bankrupt after the show ends, right? No, they got prequels. Yeah, no one cares about that. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't. I would care about Unless it's Dunkin' Egg. Dunkin' Egg. He's a... I think it's a castle wall. Dunk is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sir Duncan the Tall. Hey, I'm Sir Duncan the Tall. That's how I imagine Sir Duncan's voice. Hey, it's me, Sir Duncan the Tall. Hey, Egg. There's a man over there. It's got us. It's just Stallone. Yeah, it's a little Stallone. It's not quite as That's a Stallone. Yeah, if he didn't have dialogue, he'd be like um the big guy in Hot Fuzz. Yarp. <laughs> Yarp. Which coincidentally is the same guy that plays the Hound in Game of Thrones. Narp. Narp. <laughs> yeah, so that's been the Space Force. We're watching Great Outdoors next. We'll actually talk about it. Um... Don't watch The Punisher. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. Don't watch look, any of The Punisher. Look at, go look up pictures of Dolph Lundgren as The Punisher, though. There's something about him having dark hair. I was like, oh, Dolph Lundgren is really handsome. Huh? <laughs> so check that out. Um, go to our website, adventureproductions.com. Give you, us some money. Go to Twitter. We're there. You can follow You can follow me on Twitch, and, or us on Twitch, and I'm playing some Resident Evil. I'll, yeah, I'll get on Twitch as soon as I'm not going to just consistently embarrass myself at more Combat <laughs> 11. So look forward to that in like a week or two. <laughs> Need to practice. Talking about practice. Me and Alan Iverson, we've been talking about, we talking about practice. Fucking Alan Iverson was dope back then. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I guess, but only if you weren't on the team with him. Yeah, but he's Alan Iverson. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Trade man? him. <laughs>
<laughs> and so they did. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you next week in another galaxy. Pew! Space Fox. I mean, Space Force. No, Space Fox.